0: word. Ask him to speak to you. Father, we thank you. Lord. And we bless you. Speak to us, Lord. Thank you for loving us.
1: Yes, Lord.
0: Thank you for choosing us. Jesus. We are here because you made it possible. You made a way. Yes, Lord. Therefore, we are grateful. Mondaya. We pray that you will speak to us. Jesus. Anything in our hearts that will prevent us from hearing, Lord. Jesus. Let it be taken away. Taken away, Lord. We bless you in Jesus' you, name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. I think you can turn on the lights now. Or oh, the lights are not working. Yeah, turn it on. sensitivity. Something is on here. Learn to turn your things off when you are moving away. Alright. Instrumentalists, do you hear me? You can't leave your car, engine on and you move out, you are going to buy something and come. Hey. So don't leave your engine on when you are moving away. Beautiful. Tonight God is going to speak to us. And I'm going to teach you from this very powerful book, The Words of God, Church Growth. We've been talking about five evil things that happen when lay people are not involved in the ministry. And I am sure that you have learned how important you are and relevant you are to the things of God. Daniel was a lay minister. Even though he was a prophet, Paul was a lay minister. David was a lay minister. They had other schedules and and works. Joel, Amos, all these guys. So when we talk about lay ministry, it's not something that you should take for granted. You see, if you say you want to be a doctor, pursue it. But in being a doctor, God can use you powerfully. You say you want to be a businessman. Yes, love God. And let God use you powerfully. In whatever area you find yourself. Believe God to use you. You don't have to be a pastor or a priest or a pope or a bishop or whatever title there is before you can be effective in the things of God. Being effective has nothing to do with titles. There are pastors who... who, who who are not pastors. There are bishops who are not bishops. They don't do bishopric work. Just like there are husbands who don't do husband work. They don't look after their wives. They don't look after their children. Do you understand? But they are called husbands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it is the role that you perform, that is important. Do you get what I'm saying? Yep. This evening I'm going to teach you a very, very important truth in the Bible. And we are really going to be blessed. I have been blessed. I'm telling you. You see, I study to show myself a proof of God a workman that is not ashamed of the gospel rightly dividing the word of truth so before I stand here i believe in what i'm saying and i know the effect of it i am not coming to read a book that i don't believe in do you get what i'm saying yeah some people can do jobs that they don't like <laughs> Yeah, some people sit in the office Monday to Friday. The the work they are doing, they don't like it.
1: Yeah.
0: Just there. That's not how we are in the house of God. So we are going to look at how lay people, you and I, well, I'm not a lay pastor. But I've been a lay pastor for many years. But if I take myself and Reverend Abed, everybody here is a lay person. A lay person is somebody who is not paid by the church. Do you want us to pay you for some work? Who wants us to pay you for work? Lift up your hands so that you come full time. Yes. I'll take your application letter right now. Eh? Lift up your hands. Yes. Nobody wants to come full time. Eh? You want to remain lay. Then this message is for you. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, lay for life. I used to be like you. I, 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 I had a mantra, lay for life. Yeah, never going into full-time ministry. But when it was time, I knew that it was time. So those of you who are not lifting up your hands, I'm not worried at all. This is your time. Be lay, but be lay in a very good way. You see, so if you are a lay person in the church, what it means is that you love God. And what the pastor does, you must learn to do it. What the, what the pastor, you know, leads you to do, you must also do it for yourself. Because if you are a lay person, it doesn't mean you shouldn't pray on your own. You shouldn't uh, uh, read the Bible on your own. You shouldn't, uh, what? Uh, fast. You shouldn't do what? Visit. Yes, you can't visit like it's the pastor who should do everything. You shouldn't win souls. You shouldn't invite people to church. You shouldn't preach. Preaching is not holding a mic and standing in front of people or standing by the roadside. Preaching is knowing a scripture and telling your brother who is doing something wrong. That this is what God's word says. And when you speak the person's heart is convicted. That's a preacher. And you can do it. You shouldn't wait for a title. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You say you are late, So, I'm preaching to you. Respond. Yeah. Yes, you are very late. <laughs> so, how do lay people bring growth to a church? Because if only myself and Reverend Abed are the full-time pastors, then all of you are not in the church. And it's only the two of us. Do you think this church will work? In fact, we, we, we will be depressed. Do you, do you understand? It's like every day when I come, me and him, he, he leads prayer, leads worship. I come and preach to him. Eh, how much offering can he give? At the end of the day, we will look at our faces. I can't pay him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you are a blessing. And the reason why God has made it so Is because there is something that you also can contribute. And you are very valuable. We are going to look at one of the most powerful kings in the Bible that maybe you've heard of or you haven't. And we are going to learn something from his life as Christian believers. And people who say we are lay. First Corinthians, uh, sorry. Second Chronicles. Chapter 31. (laughs) Second Chronicles. Chapter 31. Verse, I think, 20. That's the last verse. Yeah. Second Chronicles chapter 31. Verse 20 to the last. Beautiful. That's the scripture. It says. And thus did Hezekiah. Throughout all Judah, and wrought that which was good and right and truth before the Lord his God. Verse 21. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God, and in the law, and in the commandments to seek his God, he did it with all his heart. Prospect. Let me read it again. Let me read my, my yeah. new century version. Yeah. yeah. Let me read my new century version. I like that one. Second Chronicles chapter 31 and verse number 20. This is what King Hezekiah did in Judah. He did what was good and right and obedient before the Lord, his God. Hezekiah tried to obey God in his service of the temple of God. And he tried to obey God's teachings and commandments. He gave himself fully to his work for God. So, he had success. This is a king. He was a king, a political leader. But the Bible says that he did everything that was right before God and obedient. He did things in the temple that God wanted to be done, even though he wasn't a pastor. He did things by following God's commandments and instructions, even though he was not a priest and because of that he, see, he, he 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 prospered he was successful i don't think that when you are here you don't want to do well is there somebody here who has vowed not to do well Ima, you have signed a vow you have made declarations that as for me i want to be poor forever Open your eyes. Look at me. When the eyes close, try and open it. Because when the eyes close, the brains also close with it. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. So what did he do? And all of us here are lay pastors. Eh, eh, lay members. Lay, lay members. Yeah, lay people. Because Thomas is a lay pastor. I want him to prosper. Isaac is a lay businessman, a lay professional. Pastor Moses is lay. We don't pay him. Yeah. So they should should prosper. You too, you should prosper. You see, just as the Bible says, go to verse 20 and let's read it again. I want you to read it well and understand it. Yeah. And Hezekiah threw out all Judah throughout the whole of the land did what was good and right and truth before the Lord his God. And because of that, okay, verse 21. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God. You see, some of you who are lay pastors, I don't know why I'm saying lay pastors. Okay, you receive it. Lay pastors and lay members. When you start doing something for God in the church, then you stop. It is as if you are doing somebody a favor. But he did it in the, in the house of God. There are things that we do in our homes or in our workplaces. And the Bible is saying that Hezekiah, Hezekiah was a king. He had many things that he, he, he committed himself to do. But the, the scripture is emph- emphatic on the things he did in the house of God. Yeah, a king. And in the law, not only did he do things in the house of God, but also according to God's word so that as a leader, he will judge rightly. He will live rightly. He will do what is pure before God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And in the commandments to seek his God, his heart was after God, not after women, not after money, not after uh, 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 chilling. Yeah. He did it with all his heart, not some. If some of you, your heart is divided, and so he prospered. The version says he had success. So let's have you. Do you know what he did? Let's start from verse one. You will learn what he did. Yeah. Now, when all this was finished all Israel that were present went out to the cities of Judah and break the images in pieces and cut down the groves they, 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 they took over Judah, they took over places where people were worshipping idols other gods and he Hezekiah was a king in Jerusalem and Jerusalem was even from Judah do you understand? Jerusalem was a city of David so Judah was polluted and, and, and people were worshipping idols and blaspheming and doing profane things. And he, he cleared them and he broke the images in pieces and cut down the groves and threw down the high places and the altars out of all Judah and Benjamin in Ephraim also and Manasseh. And until they had utterly destroyed them all, then all the children of Israel returned every man to his possession into their own city. So this king brought a, 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 a godliness into Israel. They had backslidden, they were worshipping other gods, but he fought and destroyed the gods and break down all the evil things that they had raised in their land. Some of you, eh, you should start your fight from your homes. Let's read. Uh, yeah. Verse 2. This scripture, don't forget it. And Hezekiah appointed the courses of the priest and the Levites after their courses. You see, the priest and the Levites, they were also not regarded. They had, it's like they didn't have any work to do. You see, when people who are and, and and who are supposed to come to God are are backsliding and are not worshipping. It becomes difficult. A, we have nothing to do. Because the people are rebellious. So that the, the pastors who were who appointed by God, the Levites, the family of priests, they couldn't perform their roles because the whole of the land was polluted. They were worshipping idols. But this king restored a certain order. And he started to appoint the priest oh, a, 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 a lay person who was raising pastors. And and and, and turning them to, to do what is right, every man according to his service. It's like you know what you have to do now, it is time. The environment is ready. No, but don't say that you have nothing to do. You you must have something to do. The priests and the levites for burnt offerings and for peace offerings to minister and to give thanks and to praise in the gates of the tents of the Lord, because for a long time they were not offering sacrifices to God, they were offering sacrifices to. Timosh, uh, Ashtaroth, other gods, I mean, eh, and the heart of God was bleeding against them. So, he turned the te- tables round and he appointed the priests to now stand in the synagogues or the tabernacles to receive the offerings that will be sacrificed on the altars and the ones that will be given as thanksgiving in the outer courts. Offerings. Because they were not going to church. Verse 3. He appointed also the king's portion of his substance for the burnt offerings. Now, what he had, because he was a prosperous king over Jerusalem, the city of David. And he had a lot of good things. So he started to also give to Judah, to Manasseh, Ephraim, and Benjamin. These backsliding uh, cities. The, the things that the priests needed. Do you understand? To, to do the work. Some of you, eh? if if, if you, you don't give all your heart now to God, and the day you prosper, you won't think about the church. You, you won't think about God. Eh, 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 the church does, it's not pastors who grow church. It is you. You, you should grow. Eh, it's like when you are thinking that your president is the person who should develop the country. You see, when you are walking on the road, and you throw rubbish on the road, and you make the place dirty. You want the person to come and sweep to make it nice. Everybody has a role to perform. You must have a mind that you are part of a big picture. There is something you can contribute and do because you are important. If you don't see value in yourself and do what is right by your little corner, there will never be a big picture. You can never see developed countries where human beings have eaten in their car, rolled down their windows and throw the rubbish out. Yeah. You can't see it.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't see it. Okay. Uh, let's read the Bible. We are reading the Bible. So he appointed also the king's portion of his substance for the burnt offerings to wait for the morning and evening burnt offerings. So there was the morning sacrifice and the evening sacrifice. You know, in the morning sow thy seed, in the evening withhold not thy hand, for you don't know which one will prosper. The people of Israel had a covenant with God, and God said, give an offering in the morning, and also give in the evening. You see, it means that be be devoted to me, what you have. Don't be shy or, or, or uh, 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 intimidated not to give, but give it. Give it. Because you don't know which one will prosper. What it means that one of them will prosper. And when one, even one, prospers, what you get back is more than the sacrifice that you give. Yeah, there is no seed that you plant, that you, if you plant even corn, you put two in the ground. When it grows, you won't get two pieces of corn. I, I, I don't think, I mean, yeah, you may get a bowl full, at least, so they harvest, And so anytime God gives back, he gives more. And that is his covenant with us. So those of us who have not learned to have a devoted relationship with the Lord, even morning you don't pray. evening when you are going to sleep, you don't pray. You don't read your Bible. You don't give offerings. You don't, there is nothing of service in your heart. I'm talking to you. It's the only pastor who should do this. If you think I'm the only person who should do this, it, you will be poor. Hey. You will be poor to the extent that you see, you will understand poverty, you will have masters in poverty, you will have PhD in po- poverty, you will do your thesis in poverty. Yeah, because you have you have assumed a posture of not doing what is right, yeah. So the king was leading them to offer morning sacrifices. And evening sacrifices and the burnt offerings for the Sabbath. So the Sabbath, the day they go to church, they understand that the Sabbath was for the Lord, and they were offering sacrifice. So when you come to church, you won't give. Lay people who don't give, but they want God to prosper them. When God prospers you, where will you take their money to? That's why you go to the club and go and pay. 500 and enter the club. But you sit in a church one month. You have never given 500. But you went to a club one night. You paid 500 and entered. You are offering sacrifices to devils. Your burnt offerings. You are giving it to devils. Yeah. And for their set feasts. As it is written, the law of the Lord. So, you see, of giving, God instituted special times that they should give. And then there were also morning and evening giving. And there was Sabbath giving, Sunday giving. So, it's like, Charlie, the people that God covenanted with them, offering to him was part of their worship. So, lay people, you see, one of the things that makes a church grow is when you understand that you have to give to help, and it's not because the pastor, the pastor is hungry, he won't eat too. Or, 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 or it's like, when you give, you will be poor. Hey. I tell you, I have been a lay pastor for uh, from 1990, uh, 19, 2005 that I was appointed a pastor to 2016. 11 years. I was a lay pastor. And before then, I was a lay member. <laughs> Just like you. And I was given my, my offerings, I was giving my tithe, I was contributing to things that we were doing, anything that we are doing in the church, my money is inside. I'm telling you. Yeah. Perpetually. There is nothing that was done that my myself was not inside. Verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. Oh. I like the scripture. Moreover, he commanded the people that dwelt in Jerusalem to give the portion of the priests and the Levites, that they might be encouraged in the law of the Lord. So now he was the king of Jerusalem. And he had conquered Judah who had backslidden. And he, so he was telling his people that, look, let's give. Let's give to support the work of the priests in Judah, in Benjamin, in Manasseh. You see, that's why when we say give, some of you we say there are some places they don't they don't have churches they don't they don't go to church they don't they, they are not christians and you see prophet bishop that going there doing crusades then he tells us let's help them some of you one month give $100 we have to beg you a shameful person I'm telling you plainly yeah when people don't give it affects them it's not the person who is supposed to receive who is affected. see if, if God has determined that somebody should bless you and the person doesn't bless you, God will still bless you, but the person who was supposed to bless you and receive a blessing will not get it. But as for you, the recipient, you will get your blessing so you will see that anywhere our pastor wants to go and preach, he goes. Whatever it takes, he goes. He goes. So, you must understand that you are part. You are part of it. Don't be somebody who is very hard. Hey. Okay. Yes. And so, moreover, he commanded the people that dwelt in Jerusalem to give the portion of the priests and the Levites that they might be encouraging the law of the Lord. Sometimes, some pastors are discouraged. I remember, one pastor, he said, he can't buy books. The town that he preaches, the people don't have money for offerings and he has been with them for more than five years and bishop went there did crusades and he gave them books free books, something happened to him because that book he can never buy it on his own but you see because somebody gave to support, he is encouraged and sometimes the books encourage people, You, those of you don't like reading, you see some of you you don't like reading, so when somebody gives you a book you don't see that it's a gift, you want hair, you want hair. You, you want a shoe. You understand? You want a phone. That's what you value as, as important, but not a book. I, I know a woman who was uh, 70 years old and her daughter-in-law gave her a Bible as her gift. She called her, her children and said, look at what your, your, your brother's wife has given me. Mocking the gift because she likes I mean, 70-year-old woman who likes dressing. She hey, likes big things, parties, big things. But you see, what she didn't know was that there was a gift voucher of a lot of money that was in the Bible. She, she, she collected the, the gift and threw it somewhere. And the reason why the, 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 the daughter-in-law realized that she didn't value the gift was that her friend has a shop where the, she knows the things a woman likes. So she just has to go there and choose. And the voucher can give her opportunity to choose whatever she wants. But because she despises the Bible, uh, people have given her perfumes, people have given her uh, uh, designer clothes, bags, all it. That's what, that's what she values. Yeah. Many of you, when they give you a book for your birthday, hey, Pastor, why? Pastor, why? When I ask people for what they want for their baby, I'm telling you, they don't talk about book. Yeah. If, I, if you can give me a phone, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor should give you a phone. Pastor should give you a phone. Yeah. I give you a book, you will be happy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: verse five. Oh, And as soon as the commandment came abroad, listen to this. The children of Israel, the children of Israel in Jerusalem, they brought in abundance the first fruits of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and of all the increase of the field, and the tithe of all things, brought they in abundantly. You know some of you when we ask you for something, eh, you don't respond. sometimes you, you see you can help somebody, but sometimes they help maybe be too late. he yeah. like, I was raising money here to buy land. we have paid for the land. some people uh, pledged. I said we have we want to pay it by the end of February." Is that not so? Was it February? Yeah. So, you see, you have given. Fine. We can use the money for something, but the reason why we wanted the thing, you didn't give. Your response is slow. You see, if God deals with you that way, you won't live long. One day you wake up and you are bowing your head to the floor. You'll be surprised. Hmm. You won't believe him. And these were not priests to the people, the people, the children of Israel, the lay people. They, as soon as they heard this commandment from Hezekiah, who was not a pastor. You see, what it means is that you don't say that you have to be a pastor before you can, you can have a certain authority spiritually to, 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 to do things for God. No, because everything that you do, you do it in spite of not being a pastor. So, uh, how come when it comes to the things of God, it's like, as for me, I'm not a pastor. Hey, is it pastors who, uh, okay, if that's what the, brothers, don't talk to any sister. Let only the pastors talk to their sisters to marry them. (laughs) You can be, you can get that boldness and talk to a sister. When you see, it's like a farmer who has seen a Range Rover, I'm going to ask the price and buy it. Instead of going to look for a tractor. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you see a sister that you can't even, when she, her shoe alone, it's is your monthly uh, uh, income one shoe that she's wearing when she tells you I had a cousin, one day it was a birthday she, she sent me a message, she wants a gift I said okay, what gift then she mentioned a shop and a, a bag and I asked what, what is the price 300 pounds, me, I should go to that shop and buy you a a bag. I've never bought a bag. For who? Who? Uh, That time I was not married. I found it strange for her to ask. But you see, I saw somebody whose mouth is open. Yeah. Mouth is open. For a bag. So you go and buy this expensive bag. You see that? You have bought the bag. There's no money to put inside. But, but, because the bag is nice and has a name, you are holding it for people to see that, yeah, yeah. And you see these empty girls going on social media showing bags, hems, Louis Vuitton. I mean, you know them. Those who know, know. Yeah. They're wearing designer. And so what? Yeah. As soon as they heard the commandments, they brought their first fruits of corn, wine, oil, honey, and of all the increase of the field and the tithe of all things brought they in abundantly. Let's go to verse 6. I like this people. And concerning the children of Israel and Judah, that's Jerusalem and Judah, that dwelt in the cities of Judah. Some of the uh, Jerusalemites, Jerusalemites were also in Judah. They also brought in the tithe of oxen and sheep. Uh, when people were bringing corn and wine and honey, they were bringing oxen and sheep. And the tithe of holy things which were consecrated unto the Lord their God. So the priest now prayed over the things and dedicated to the Lord and laid them by the heaps. We are going to bend them. Yeah, heaps. Verse 6. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation of the heaps and finish them in the seventh month. It should tell you the the, the mega sacrifices they were going to give. And when Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people Israel. They realized that these people, they have a good heart. They've done so marvelously well. Verse 8. Then, Hezekiah questioned with the priest and the Levites concerning the heaps. Let's let's go. And Azariah, the chief priest of the house of Zedok, answered him and said, since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat. So, Hezekiah is now asking them, Sally, how far? What has happened? Since people started responding and giving, then the priest gave a response. Yes, the people began to bring the offering to the house of the Lord. We have had enough to eat and have left plenty for the Lord had blessed his people. So it's like as they began to give, eh, they increased more. The people are so happy and that which is left is this great store. So there was so much that was left. What did he say? Then Hezekiah commanded to prepare chambers in the house of the Lord and they prepared them so that they are doing expansion because the ministry of the priest was to offer to the Lord and to offer to the needs of the people and and the ability to do that thing it comes from when these same people who need help give so when you are in a church as a lay pastor and you are not a giver hey, 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 hey. you are not part of a certain growth and it doesn't allow the church to grow because there are people okay let's read on I, will, I will. I'll tell you the things and brought in the offerings and the tithes and dedicated the things faithfully over which Kononia the Levite was ruler and Shime his brother was the next. So now people I mean shepherds are rising up. I tell you, pastors and shepherds, and Jeheel and Azaziah. And please, let's go to verse 15. There about you see this is a list of people who came, and next to him, yes, verse 16. All these people. Beside the genealogy of males from three years old and upward, even unto everyone that entered into the house, his daily portion for their service in their charges, according to your nobody had need. It, children, everybody had something to himself. Yeah. So you ask yourself before this time, where were the things? Yeah. These people who were who had nothing, what was happening to them? It is your response to the things of God that changes our lives too. Don't be in a church and think that everything has come from the pastor. It 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 is it starts with you. Yeah. Verse 17. Verse 18. 18, 18. 19. Yeah. Also the sons of Aaron, the priests which were in the fields of the Sabbath in every blah, 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 blah. blah we to give their purchase all the bills among the priests and to all that were reckoned by genealogies among the Levites. So, what it means is that, they, and, and that's when you get to verse 20, which says that, and this is what Hezekiah did throughout Judah. And he did this, which was good and right and truth, because that's what God wanted, that's how God wanted them to live. You know, there is a pattern of God in our midst. And that pattern is to have a heart and a burden for other people. That's what ministry is about. That's why people who have prospered and are wealthy, they are giving so much. Yeah. And they themselves eat little. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard Bill Gates buying Ferrari and Porsche and and these type of cars for his children. No, Africans, African leaders have more of those things. Equatorial Guinea, the president's son, he was a vice president and and, and minister of, he was in charge of oil. He went to France, yeah, he went to France and bought an apartment or so for 21 million dollars. He had cars. I mean he, he 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 shops from expensive designers, he orders. I mean, but go to Equatorial Guinea and see one of the poorest countries, yeah. yeah. And the, 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 the French people have seized their thing, they are looking for him to arrest him if he goes there he, he, so he can't travel again. If he makes a mistake and he steps there, no, because they say it's corruption. He has stolen from the people. He can't, he he should explain how he got the wealth. Yeah. Evil people don't think about others. And that is never the nature of God. When we are in a church and you are praying and you are hungry to do well, but the day you get a little blessing, you can't even give because you see, the people who are who are able to give much. They are the people who start to give little. And that's the testimony of the people in Judah. When Hezekiah told them to give, they started to give. So the testimony of Isaiah the priest is that since the people to began to give, they have been so blessed. Now, you see, they are so, they have so much that it's like, it's too great. How to keep it? So, Nehemiah instructed that they should build. And because he's a king and he had the resources, he helped them expand and build to keep things so that even children will be catered for as long as they live in the land. Yes, you see, when, 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 when the wicked rules, uh, people mourn. But when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. And, and as you are here, your heart... Your heart for God's work must be different. Your mind must be different. If you don't have that thing, eh, you see that some of you, even now, there are little, little signs. The day you get money, you you, you, you go to a shop. It's the first place you go to. Yeah. Meanwhile, there are people that we should reach. There are people who don't have churches. They don't have places to meet. I mean, they don't have land. We have to buy land for places. Anywhere that we have church in Gambia, we will buy land. Anywhere that we want to go, we will buy land. But where would the money come from? If you don't give, I should come and fast and pray and let money fall on the altar. It doesn't happen that way. What, did, what will happen is that when we say we are doing something for God in this land and you don't give the little that you, you have to give, you will remain poor. Because there is he that scattereth, yet increaseth. And there is he that withholdeth, yet tendeth to poverty. You sometimes said, there are some people, when I look at the way they give, I pity them. They don't respond to anything. And, and there is nobody I have met who, who speaks poverty. I, I want to be poor. Oh, God has blessed us. Since you came, God has blessed us. Things are changing. I mean, my life is better. God is keep But, you see, you are speaking. But, there's nothing to you How do lay people, 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 contribute to the growth of the church? First Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. Sorry, Second Timothy, Second Timothy, chapter three, verse one. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Verse two. For men and women, it's not only men and women. Don't say that it is us. You two are inside it. Shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous, a- a- anything that God gives you, you you love yourself. That you look at yourself as what you should change about yourself. What should you should do to yourself? Covetous, you want more things, but not to... because you think about anybody. Boasters, proud, blasphemous disobedient to parents and this is the one that I'm looking for unthankful ungrateful you see the scripture we read in second chronicles chapter thirty one it's it just showed how a whole nation responded to god and Anytime you respond to God, you are showing gratitude because these people were loved by God. And their fathers backslided. And so the, the favor and the blessings of God departed from them. But when somebody rose up and stood and led them, they, 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 that unforgetfulness and all ungratefulness of their fathers who are now worshipping idols had been turned. Some of you come from homes where your fathers and your mothers give monies to marabous. If you go to your father right now that you you are in a church and your pastor says he wants $1,000 to go and buy land for a church, I'm telling you insults. You will hear insults that you have never heard before. If you like, go and try it. Yeah. Yeah. If you like, no, if you like, go and try it. Even coming to church, they don't want you to be. They are fighting God. They are forgotten. Some of them call themselves Christians. They are children of God. You see, Judah, they used to say that they are children of God. They are the covenant children of Abraham. But you are worshipping idols. You are laying sacrifices on the altars of idols. You are shedding blood for evil things. But you claim that you belong to God. Ungratefulness. Forgetfulness. Evil. And you see in their midst things that you can't even imagine. Some of them can't sleep. Some of them have diseases. There are cases. There's a lot of poverty. They can't grow. They are not doing well. And then look at the homes that all of you come from. If you say you are in the church, help the church. The more you help the church. Let me tell you something. God fights a certain battle for you. He fights a certain battle for you because this thing that they did in First uh, Second Chronicles chapter thirty-one. Do you know the result of it? Go to Second Chronicles chapter thirty-two. Yes, go to thirty-two, verse one. After these things and the establishment thereof, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and entered into Judah. And then come against the fenced cities and thought to win them for himself. You see, the enemy had come when they were worshipping idols and there was curse. It, it, it looked as if they didn't have enemies. They were okay. But the day the situation changed, the enemy came in. You know, some of you eh, you, you, you can be in the home. They won't the, say the day you say you are going to church, that's when you see that there's somebody called Senator. He's coming. You don't face any opposition. It means something is wrong. But the day you take a stand for God. Because Senator, the king of Assyria, he was a neighbor to Judah. Syria, Damascus, they were close. And he saw them worshipping idols and offering sacrifices and he never invaded them. But when Hezekiah went there and destroyed everything and the people began to prosper. In the eyes of other nations, he thought within himself to take over the city. Any time you take a stand for God, something will happen. Oh, you know? but I'm telling you, it should rather encourage you to be strong for God. Let's see what happened. Verse two. Read on. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib was come and that he was purposed to fight against Jerusalem. So from Judah, he's coming to Jerusalem. It's an invasion. He took counsel with his princes and his mighty men. Now, who are these princes and these mighty men? These are the names that were being mentioned in uh, verse 30, uh, chapter 31. You see the names that are escaped. All these people, they had become rulers and leaders. They have been raised up. They were lay people. The, the, The battle to fight for God is not one man's thing. I, If I'm strong, I want you to be strong. Because, you see, we have to prosper. And the enemy will see that we have prospered and he will come against us. But when we are together, we can win this battle. So he called on these same princes and leaders. You see, one day, when you have somebody who is fighting you and you tell us their story. Whatever we have to do for you to overcome, if even it is to build a house for you to live, we should be able to do it for you. If it is to pay your fees for you to leave that family and to cut yourself from those evil covenants and walk away, we have to be able to do it. We have to be strong. That's why some people seek asylum in foreign countries because they can be in a country where they are persecuted. And when they move to a country where they have resources and wealth, they receive them and whatever they need, the country provides it for them and they are comfortable even more than where they came from. Yeah. That's why the church is called the sanctuary. A place of peace, rest and comfort away from persecution.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't sit in the church and be ordinarily minded and little minded don't think that you see what we give together it makes us great it is not to the advantage of one person it is not to the advantage of the church building no it is to your advantage because there is a day of battle there is a day today you say you have taken a stand for god the enemy will come i'm telling you you don't have anything they won't mind you the day you change you see that no because you see satan he sees good things too He took counsel with his princes and his mighty men to stop the waters of the fountains, which were without the city. And the, the guy, do you know what happened? They had built canals, pipes, uh, uh, connected water, because those places were hard and dry places. So Judah and the surroundings had water. And Judah was giving water to all these places. So when uh, 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 Senacherib came, he went to that place and he was enjoying the things and taking plans to come and invade them. Verse 4. So there was gathered much people together who stopped all the fountains and the brook that ran through the midst of the land saying, why should the kings of Assyria come and find much water? They are coming to prosper from your labor and they are taking plans to destroy you. Why should we not stand for you? You know, I'm telling you to understand that what you do for God, he looks at it and he remembers it too. God is not like us. that he, We forget. There is nothing you do from your heart for God. No matter who you are, you must have a heart for God. And your heart must be manifest in what you give, how you give, how you respond, your service to God, your commitment, your prayer life. Because you see, morning sacrifice and evening sacrifice are like prayer. You you wake up and you 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 are on your knees. You are speaking to the Lord. You are going to sleep. You are speaking. You must fight this battle and win it. And you have people who will stand with you spiritually. Let's read on you. You will see. Verse 5. Also, he strengthened himself and built up all the wall that was broken and raised it up to the towers. It's not a simple thing. And another wall without and repaired Milo in the city of David, which is Jerusalem and made darts and shields in abundance. It's like you want to come and fight us we have we are more than able because see sometimes eh, because we have not faced certain oppositions we take things cool but the day you see somebody fighting you brother you have to also stand up Yeah, don't joke the, the enemy's determination is to kill you and to take away what god has purpose for you to do and so don't don't sit down and sometimes some of the things, you cannot do it alone. You need us to stand with you. But if you have not stood with me as a pastor, if I'm asking you something, you don't help. You think that when you have a problem, I, I will be encouraged. You, it becomes a burden. Because the, the mind you have of not being able to help, somebody also has it. So sometimes what we have to do to help you, many people have no help. So we can't do it. We can't do it. Your, your, your wickedness because you see God is supernatural. He just wants a little from you and he makes it great to our advantage so that in the day of trouble we can stand with you. As I'm saying some of you eh, the day you face opposition whatever you need to move out and to be protected the church should be able to do it for you. Verse 6 and he set captains of war over the people and gathered them together to him in the street of the gate of the city. And he spake comfortably to them saying, because you see, he's a guy, he knew God. He knew what God could do. So when he saw danger, he, 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 he was with God. And there, are things, and there is nothing that I see, I see or hear that scares me. No, But but sometimes we we, we are unable to do something because it's not everything that we only pray and wait on God. There are things that sometimes the money we have and the resources we have have to be used as your defense. But when you have not learned as as a member of the church to support us in giving from your heart, sometimes you see your wickedness will make somebody's problem unsolvable. Because what we have to do to help the person is not prayer and quotation of scriptures. Yeah. Not quotation of scriptures. Somebody is under persecution. You are quoting scriptures. The person needs a home. The person needs to move away. The person needs to travel and disappear. The person needs a covering. You are quoting scriptures. (laughs) Uh he began to speak to them saying, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude that is with him. For there be more with us, with them. You so? see, see when, when, as a pastor, if, if, if all of you believe in what we are doing and you rise up, when somebody has a problem, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I don't lose sleep. Because I know that that problem, we can solve it. Yeah. We can solve it. Because the the Lord has given us people who respond. That's what God gave them. They they responded. So when there was a problem, he knew that these people who responded, they are with him. And he called on them. He said, don't be dismayed. We are more than those who are with him. And it was true. Verse 8. With him is an arm of flesh. King I see who has come, he just believes in what he has. You see the families they have gathered, sitting down, chewing cola, doing things, useless people, empty people, walking in darkness and ignorance, deception, but with us is the Lord, our God, to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah king of Judah. Do you know why they rested? Because the man was speaking under authority. He knew that beyond the spirit realm there was physical. He said look God will fight for us but we have more people to win the battle. But God is with us in strength. Isn't this? Our faith know, makes us know that with God all things are possible. But with God is also with people. Because when you don't have people, you are empty. Do you know why Jesus had to take 12 people to start work with. He didn't work alone. They would have killed him, I'm telling you. Easily. He wouldn't have survived. The strength of the church is in the multitude of people. It is how you respond and how you draw somebody. It is how you stand and how you attract somebody. That's your power. That's our power. Verse 9. After this did king of Assyria, send the servants to Jerusalem. But he himself laid siege against Lashish and all his power with him. He was in one of the towns by the side, and he sent his people pride unto Hezekiah, king of Judah. And all unto all Judah that were at Jerusalem, saying so now Hezekiah was leading both Jerusalem and Judah. Thus says, Senator, king of Assyria, whereon do ye trust? Look at the look at the messengers who, that he abide in the siege in Jerusalem. You say it's like you people, you think you are powerful, you think that Jerusalem that you have built your walls and raised it, it is enough. Doth not Hezekiah persuade you to give yourself to die by famine and by thirst? It's like, you see the lies. This guy that you you are believing in, this leader, is he not uh, 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 deceiving you eh? so that you will be hungry and die? Is, is Is the person not taking your money? Is the person not lying to you? Are they not deceiving you? That's how liars are. That's how demons are. They portray the people of God as evil, as taking advantage of them. Hey! Liars!
1: The
0: Lord, our God, shall deliver us out of the hand of Assyria? Ah! The thought, you see, it like, it's like, hey, is that what he told you? Verse 11, verse 12, TriF. Hath not the same Hezekiah taken away his high places and his altars and commanded Judah and Jerusalem saying, ye shall worship before one altar and burn incense upon it. You see, They are are twisting the the, the heart and the works of the man. They are using subterfuge. They are using words. Anytime Satan wants to destroy you, he starts with words. He, He has to make you believe in fear. He has to make you mistrust the one that God has raised for you. That's 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 the strategy of the enemy. Verse thirteen. Know you not what I and my fathers have done unto all the people of other lands? So it's like this is the message he gave them. He said, "You people, you don't know what me, Sennacherib, and my father we have done to all other people of other lands." Eh were the gods of the nations of those lands anyways able to deliver their lands out of my hand all those people who had had other gods where I invaded were their gods able to overpower them me I am powerful I am invading everybody listen to him verse 14 who was there among all the gods of those nations that my father's utterly destroyed that could deliver his people out of my hand that your god should be able to deliver you out of my hand it's like I have conquered nations Who had gods. Now you are saying what? You have a God who can deliver you out of my hand. Verse 15. Now therefore, let not Hezekiah deceive you. You see when people tell that your pastors are deceiving you. It means you have never stood to believe what we teach you. And who you are. You don't know your place in the Lord. And the more you give your heart, your, 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 your energy to God. You, you, you will know God, I'm telling you, and you will know that. Well, the witness that we are giving you, it is not lies, it is true. Nobody can deceive you. Nobody has power because Satan's his tool in the world is deception. He uses lies to spoil lives somebody who stands as God in your life, who stands as a leader to deliver you, he can make him nothing before you. And the moment you stop believing in that person, you have, you have left the cavern of God. Because you won't see God in your house. Now therefore let not Hezekiah deceive you nor persuade you on this manner. Neither yet believe him for no God of any nation or kingdom was able to deliver his people out of my hand and out of the hand of my fathers. How much less shall your God deliver you out of my hand? You see the things that you hear you should pray about them. Anytime any fear stirs up in your heart through words, seek the face of God. Let his words be true to you. Yeah. Verse 16. And the servant spake yet more against the Lord. And against Hezekiah. <laughs> he wrote also letters. To, 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 to accuse. On the Lord God of Israel. To insult. Despite. despise, railing, really? insult. It's like. Rubbishing. <laughs> hey, Rubbishing rubbish God. Israel. You know, sometimes what people speak foolish things. So sometimes it's your mother or your father. You should you should you should feel sorry for them, you should pray for them. But if if you have not grown to be strong, okay, you see that challenge. That's why I said you don't need to. Everybody has a battle. Everybody, you have one, and you are the one who's supposed to fight and win it. But but your 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 fight to win it, it comes with a certain grace where you also get help from people. If you don't learn to stand for God, Charlie, in the day of adversity, you see that you are exposed. Verse eighteen. Then they cried with a loud voice in the Jews' speech unto the people of Jerusalem that were in the wall. So now they are, they are speaking. Their language. It's like, it's like they are making fun of them. To, to, to affright them, to scare them, and to torment them, to trouble them. You see, one brother he used to speak in tongues that one day his mother, when you get up, all oh, this is what I say, bring. Yeah, she's using the language of the spirit to, 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 to despise the guy's called. That they might take the city, they want your life, oh. they want something out of you. You know, some of you, eh, you have to know that Satan he sees value in you that you don't see, he knows what you have that you don't see, and so all the things that he does against you, if you are not strong, you will see that it's like <laughs> I can't handle it. The day you give up, he has won the battle. The day you say, I've stopped the church, I can't be here again. (laughs) You have lost that battle. Verse 19. And they speak against the God of Jerusalem. Yeah. As against the gods of the other people. It's like the way they insulted the other gods, that's how they have come before Hezekiah's God and they were speaking proudly. They didn't know what they were coming against. You know, some of our people around us they don't know their God because they have never encountered our God. He's a mighty and a terrible one. There are things that sometimes I feel for people who are so proud and boasting. Ungrateful. And they speak as if the, the power they have is, is by their own hand. Hey! Yeah. They believe in things that are not real. And the things that are not real, they despise it. You see, God cannot deny himself. He is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Yeah. They speak against the God of Jerusalem as against the gods of the people of the earth which were the works of the hands of men. You see what they have created? They have been giving you things to wear, things to put on your hand. I mean, they have a place, they go and kneel. Then they, you see this, they Don't believe in those rubbish things. That's what they want you to believe in. And for this cause, Hezekiah the king and the prophet Isaiah The son of Amos. You know Isaiah. If your pastor now, now they have they have they have beaten the wrong horse. They have attacked the wrong man. You are going after Isaiah. You are going after a prophet of God. They prayed and cried to heaven, and the Lord sent an angel. Which, listen, which cut off all the mighty men of Elah, all the servants who came to stand and to insult. You see, some people should die. <laughs> yeah. Some people who speak against you, eh, they should die. I'm speaking as your pastor. There are some voices that rise against you. They will not see light. They will be blinded in their eyes. They don't know who they are fighting against. Yeah. Let them speak proudly. But your Lord is fighting your battle. Yeah. Yeah. And the angel of the Lord cut off all the mighty men of Vela and the leaders and the captains in the camp of the king Assyria. So as, as, as uh, 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 Sennacherib was in Lashish and he has sent his people, all the people were dying. They were dying. They were dying including the people who were with him. So, you can imagine, you are there, then your people are dying around you. Now, now where is your pride? So, he returned with shame of face to his own land because everybody has died around him. His people that he believed in, who he had sent, and the people who were guarding him, who were with him, to invade Judah, and to go to Jerusalem, they are started to die. Yeah. No. You have not taken your time to love God. That's why you are afraid of the enemy. You have not taken your time to draw closer. That's why you are afraid of the enemy. And when he was come into the house of his God. You say you have a God that has fought your battles and won other nations. And you are standing before King Hezekiah. And the Lord God of Israel. The covenant keeping God. And you are deriding them. Making fun of them. Now your people are dead. You have returned to your God. What happened? They that came forth. Of his own bowels, So the people that he left. In his town. Assyria. He went with families. He went with soldiers. He went with men. He went with troops. He came with nothing. They realized that no, the man has lost all our family, people, our husbands, our children. They've all died in the battle, and he has come shamefaced. What did they do? They slew him there with their sword. Yeah. You know. Let me tell you something. The message has changed. This is not what I wanted to preach, I tell you. The message has changed, I tell you. I, I, I feel that somebody has to understand that God, eh, he has so much power to liberate you, to give you life. He said "The thief cometh not, but for to kill, to steal and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. The people who fight you, they don't know what they are fighting. They may see you as an ordinary person, but you spend your time. Giving a morning sacrifice, giving an evening sacrifice. This is the power that came onto Israel by the things they responded to when their pastors, uh, when when Ezekiel called them and said, "Let us build the things of God. Let us restore the places of worship. Let us lift up service to people. Let us care for other people. Let us have a heart for other people." God gave them strength, and God fought their battles. There are some things you won't lift a hand. If God stands in your home, you are more than victorious and i see you overcoming every battle i see you winning every battle i see you conquering i see you overcoming every every handle of the enemy ah, they will gather but not by you they will come in like a flood but the lord will lift up a standard against them hey greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world yeah yeah we have a god who is real <laughs> who loves us he has all power yeah some of you are going to you are going to give testimonies you should pray for the souls of those who don't respect your God those who don't fear your God those who bow to other things and stand in judgment of you and criticize you and look down upon you and despise you in talkies and speak proudly about your heart for God hey. A land where the Lord God is not exalted. It's a cursed land. Yeah. yeah. We come from homes where people don't regard God. They don't fear God. When they see their children giving themselves to God, it's as if the child has, has become some, a, a, an evil spirit. Let God be the one who judges who is evil. If somebody is accusing you, that's what they did. They were accusing Hezekiah and the people and the Lord who is holy. Ha! He fought their battle for them. And holy people, they are criticizing your holiness. They are criticizing your fight to be godly. They are criticizing your relationship with the Lord. And godly people, they are standing in judgment of you. It cannot happen. That battle will never be won. Yeah. Who are they? Who are they? they, they sometimes you, 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 should, you, should, you should feel sorry for them. Sometimes you should be bold and speak to them. Stop it! You don't know the curse that you are, you are bringing. If I have made a mistake, give me one year. You will see that my life is more fruitful than what you could have done. You will see that I have more peace. Yeah. We don't know the number of years that God turned away the story of Judah. Because after so many years of worshipping idols and raising altars and sacrifices and despising everything that God had raised in the land of Judah, all the tabernacles of God, they had turned them into evil altars. And there was no favor or beauty on them. But a man stood up and said, let us do this. And he raised up the people and they began to pray. Now the enemy saw it. I'm telling you, some of you will fight for God. Be be in the church well. Stand. Fight for commitment. Be stable with the Lord. The the enemy, he will see that you have changed. He will see it. And, 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 And when they are fighting you not to serve him, they will fight you when he has prospered you. That is when God will finish them. Some of them should live to see how God will change your life. How God will change your circumstances. And if that doesn't win their hearts. And the evil is increasing them. And they still want to kill you. They have come against a mighty and a terrible God. It is a it is a dangerous thing to fall into the hands of the almighty God. Yeah. That is your portion. That is your portion. He is fighting your battle. He is raising up an army. He is raising up a prosperous people. You will overcome every battle. Yeah. Every weapon of a warrior is with confused noise. And the blood rolling in, and the government rolling in blood. Sometimes you don't have to be gentle. When you see somebody, see when you love God, you have come to love God. And you can see somebody who doesn't understand you. And is judging you. And is speaking things that, that hurt your soul. You must be angry and speak. You must go on your knees and pray. Ask God. Let let God fill your heart. Because why follow a man to go into peril whilst you can follow God and have life? Hebrews chapter 13 verse 6 So that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. That women, you see, listen to me. <laughs> Don't forget the scripture. Sometimes the things that you you, you are going through, eh, it is because God wants to give you a testimony so that we may boldly say <laughs> the lord is my helper and i will not fear what man shall do unto me because men want to kill you men want to bring you down men want to cut away your relationship with the lord men want to curse you but they will not prevail and you will see that you lifted up your eyes onto the hills from whence cometh your help your help came from the lord the lord god almighty which made heavens and earth and now you may boldly say the lord is my helper and I'm not afraid of what a man shall do curse is that arm of flesh curse is that arm of flesh that arm of flesh it has no power it is empty that is why it stands and talks plenty but let the Lord lift up a finger let the Lord lift up a wave and all that stand against him shall fall like leaves lift up your hands Thank you, Jesus. Somebody has received salvation. Somebody has received deliverance. Somebody has received establishment. Somebody has been strengthened so that you may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. There is none that can fight you. If the Lord be for you, who can be against you? Yes. Yes. They hide and do their things. But we stand and we worship our Lord in the open. We stand and we proclaim our Lord in the open. We are not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the scriptures. We are not ashamed to be called children of God. We are not ashamed to be called Christians. They, they hide and they call their gods against our God and our lives. It is upon their head. Anybody that speaks against you in darkness, any time that is that rises against you in judgment, you are contaminated by the power of the Lord. Yes. Jesus. Lift up your
1: hands.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we give you glory. Lord somebody's battle has been won right now Somebody's victory has been established right now Somebody's blessings has been established right now, established right now. They will not go down in shame They the Lord say so Let the that the Lord shout so The Lord is your helper You are not afraid of any man My God, My God. Jesus You are giving us victory. You. Lift your voice, speak to him, somebody. Bible. Yes. Hey, they meant it for evil, but the Lord is taking it around. He's telling your story, He's giving you a testimony, He's giving you a testimony, He's establishing you, He's giving you a blessing, He's giving you a blessing. You, a you are becoming a blessing to a generation. They wanted to kill that seed, but you won't die. They
0: wanted to muzzle you, they wanted to silence you, but you shall not be silent. You will stand in the gates and proclaim his liberty. You will stand in the gates and proclaim his goodness, for he is a good God. He is a good God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Yes. Jesus. Help us, lender, yah, borrower. speak to him. Yeah. Nkoroma
0: kapai bokala. nikarosa paini patola kapani ni. Nkorana masukoba ni Nia kurana makore makapa. The Lord is fighting the battles for you. You shall not lift up a hand against the enemy, but the Lord is up a standard against them we are coming in with the fire but the lord is building your defense
1: stand here in the gates of the lord lift up, up praise before La-bun- him lift up worship La-bun- before the altar lay down a sacrifice yeah. before the altar yeah, yeah, lift up the oracles of god in the home La-bun- in the secret place yeah, and see the lord
0: fight your battle for La-bun- you Ba-ba-ba. he's coming upon you La-bun- like the mighty and the terrible one he's winning he's a consuming fire. he's consuming the tower.
1: he's consuming the evil he's consuming the hatred that has surrounded you. He, he is the Lord God. Zata. Almighty. Korabasa. Great in battle. Yes. Thank yes. you. Thank you Lord. Ya Thank you Lord. Father
0: Jesus. we bless you. Yes.
1: Jesus. We give, give you, you glory. You. Yes Lord.
0: Anybody who is here. Who harbors fear. That somebody yes. wants to do something yes. against you. Come and stand there. I want to pray yes. for
1: you. Yes. Maybe people say yes. things. Do things. Call your name in wrong places. Tonight, the Lord is lifting up the battle to a ram where you. walk the You are free. You are free (laughs) by the hand of the Almighty. You are delivered. You are. Yes. You are covered. Yes. His blood yes. has covered you. Yes. His blood
0: has conquered every evil. Thank
1: you. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Rejoice. Keep rejoicing. For you have won the battle. Receive that grace. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Yes. 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 it is your portion. It is your portion. Yes. It is your portion. Yes. It is your portion. Yes. You shall not go down in shame. Yes. But you will see favor. Yes. You will not go down in shame. Yes. Your name cannot be mentioned in certain yes. places. Yes. Any covenant Jesus. and any coven yes. where your name will be mentioned, yes. there shall be a fire yes.
1: against them. There shall be a destruction yes. against them. Yes. Yes. love power Tama. is being released Taya. upon your life right Taya. now. Yes. Upon your life. Jeez. Upon your soul receive it yes receive it yes receive it yes be strengthened yes
0: be strengthened yes 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 work in grace Jesus work in the power yes and in the counsel yes of all his might Jesus many are the devices in the heart of a man nevertheless the counsels of God they shall be established. Is your portion? Yes. What God has decreed. No man can turn away. For who can make straight what the Lord has made crooked? Ha ha. Jesus. Father, we thank you. If I've prayed for you, go and sit down. Be blessed. Yes, Lord. Blessed. You blessed. You want me to pray for you? Come. If you want to come,
1: come. I know
0: yes. Thank you lift up your
1: hands receive grace condemn every tongue that rises against
0: you in judgment receive power voices in dark in the darkness
1: that dark that speak evil against you overcome them yes with Those who point fingers and accuse Spirit. you, overcome them. Now, overcome them. Be yes. Be yes, overcome them. The overcome them. We see power. We see power. Walk the in the light of the gospel. Walk in the power of His light. Flow. Walk, walk. Yes, yes. be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Yes. Be blessed. Yes, be blessed. Be victorious. Be a conqueror. In all things, you are more than a conqueror. Walk in victory. Win every battle. Overcome every hurdle. Run over the troops. Leap over every wall. Escape
0: every trap. Yes. Escape it. Win this battle. Become victorious. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed, my dear. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be free. By the power of the Lord. Be free, Lord.
1: Be free Freedom, the Yes. My life yes. will never be thank you. The same thank you.
0: The Lord bless and keep you all. Amen. Please go back go ahead and sit
1: down. Oh, we know me.
0: Alright.
1: You want to come and change my life my spirit and my soul are are being filled filled with with the power of the holy spirit Spirit. my life will will never be the same my spirit no weapon that is
0: formed against you shall prosper but every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment thou shalt condemn now to him that is able My to do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ever ask or think. According to the power, Spirit, that power that works in you. There is a power that works in you. There is a power that works in you. Oh, test and see how good the Lord is. You are winning the battles. Overcome every doubt.
1: Overcome every fear. Receive power. Receive power. Receive power. Receive strength in the day of adversity. You will not fail.
0: You will not fail. The Lord preserve your soul and establish you. The Lord cover you and cause his face to shine on you. Be blessed.
1: be blessed be blessed. Be blessed. Be
0: blessed. Be blessed.
1: Your testimony
0: is greater than your start than, than your struggles. Your testimony is greater than your struggles. Your victory is, than your struggles. Your victory is so daring. That and there is I'm no to it soul.
1: Every battle of yours, you are overcoming I'm it. My you are winning. You are favored. Receive, yeah, Receive this. Receive this. Be blessed. Be blessed. In the name of Jesus. By the power of the Holy Please go back and well. sit down. My life will, will never be. The same. My spirit, my spirit, my spirit, and my soul are being filled by the power of the Holy Spirit. My life will never be the same.
0: Everybody standing, if you can stand. And this is my final prayer. You have not given your life to Jesus. But you want to say, Pastor, tonight, I want to walk out of this place as a child of God. Marked by the blood. When you are a child of God, it means his blood has given you a mark. And there is no power under this heaven and this earth and below the sea that can overcome and override the power in the blood of the lamp. Receive grace Mm. to be victorious in the name of Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Lift up your hand. If you want to give your life to Christ, lift up your hand so that I pray with you right now. Thank you. Everybody has given their lives to Christ. May you walk victorious. Amen. May you overcome that which is seeking to destroy you. Amen. Receive the upper hand and be blessed
1: in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated.